Sanbonani Mzanti. I am your host, Candice Kumalo, and I welcome you to another episode of the Health from Zanzi podcast. Whether you're brying in Bumalanga, hustling in Hillbro, or chilling in Cape Town, Health from Zanzi is all you need to tackle anything life throws you away. Today, we're diving into a topic that affects millions of men worldwide, prostate cancer. We know that the word cancer can be scary, so joining us to shed light on this crucial issue is Dr. Matthew Benedict, who recently did a study on prostate cancer to help elevate awareness and enhance screening practices aimed at black men. Dr. Benedict, welcome to the Health from Zanti podcast. It's really an honor to be chatting to you today. So before we dive in, tell us a bit about yourself and why prostate cancer holds such a special place in your heart. I'm a senior lecturer and also a medical specialist in family medicine with the University of the Free State, Bloemfontein. I've got over 10 years of experience as a specialist family physician. I love doing research because it helps to look into issues, especially where we might have challenges in our practice. And it helps to provide solutions to make um, also understand why things are the way they are and what we can do to improve on service delivery, improve on health outcome. Why prostate cancer? If you look at South Africa, typically, we see that the aspect of men's health needs a little bit of more cover. It seems to be a little bit not prioritized. This might not be intentional and it might be due to a lot of other factors, but that is the way I see it. And I look at it to say, what might be one of the top problems that men might have? And I see prostate cancer. Researching briefly into prostate cancer, I see that black men much more affected. That's why in my research, I tend to zoom into where the problem is. So amongst black men, that is the main reason why I delve into looking at prostate cancer amongst black men. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Dr. Benedict, and your contributions to men health. And I know our listeners are eager to learn more. So let's go straight into today's topic affecting many men out there, prostate cancer. So Dr. Benedict, for someone unfamiliar, what is prostate cancer and what are some key factors about it? You know, let's talk about prostate itself. It's a gland that is just underneath the bladder. Bladder, you know, that organ that helps to store the urine that is being produced from the kidney, stores it, and then at a point in time when it's getting full, you feel the mm. pressure symptoms and go, and then the urine is passed out. So that is the bladder. And I think this is the closest in terms of knowledge to many men, especially black men. They do not know what the prostate is. It's might be interesting for you to know that. We do not even have a translation for prostate in most of the South African local languages. So for us to closely de- describe the prostate, we must make sure of the bladder. And the prostate is a gland situated just underneath the bladder. So the prostate is functional in the sense that it produces certain contents of the semen. And then also the musculature of the prostate also helps expelling the semen during ejaculation. So those are some of the usefulness and the function of the prostate. 
prostate cancer occurs when there is an unregulated division of the cells of the prostate gland. Division of the cells in such a way that there is no control. So it keeps growing and growing. There is no and what we call contact inhibition. So there is no control in terms of the cell division and growth. So it overgrows and it causes cancer. The cancerous cell is quite dangerous. As we know at the moment, there is no cure for cancer of any type. But what can be preferred is prevention, which they say is better than cure. However, even if a cell becomes cancerous, even like the prostate cell, if it becomes cancerous, and if it is picked up on time, it could be cured. So hence talking about the importance of screening and the early diagnosis of prostate cancer. Dr. Benedict, can you elaborate on the common symptoms of prostate cancer? I haven't talked about briefly on, or haven't hit on the subject. Okay, I'll start by talking about screening. And when we talk about screening, screening means to try to find out if a population at risk might have a disease. So this population looks apparently well. So most of the time when we talk about screening, it's in a population or it's in an individual that is not having any complaint or any symptom. That is the way we can pick it up on time. So now to talk about symptoms of prostate cancer. Most of the time at the early onset, there is actually no symptom. So it's just developing slowly and there is no symptom at that point in time. This is the time that it will have been good for us to pick it up. And that's the importance of screening. Like I said, screening is checking people that even look apparently well to mm-hmm. pick up this kind at early stage when we can intervene and most of the time we can have a creative outcome. But then when you start having symptoms, most of the time you might still pick it up at the early phase, but when it starts becoming symptomatic, it's most likely that it's becoming gradually mm-hmm. advanced. Some of the symptoms that one might have is, you know, visiting the toilet more often in the night, what we call nocturia. You might also have frequency, which means visiting the toilet several times, which is not the usual thing that you have. Those are the initial symptoms you might have. Just to quickly say, some of these symptoms might have an overlap or might be common with some other conditions that are not necessarily serious. Somebody with urinary tract infection might also have similar problems. Somebody having a situation we call benign prostatic hyperplasia. That means enlarged prostate, not necessarily cancerous, but just enlarged, might also have similar symptoms. But then at the advanced stage, one might start having lower back pain. One might start losing weight. One might observe a bloody urine or blood in the semen. These are signs that it might be advanced already. In fact, one might have almost total obstruction whereby it's actually difficult to pass urine, what we call urinary retention. So these are some of the symptoms one might have. But like I've said, it's actually better for us to pick up this problem when there's no symptom, and that is where we might have a good chance of a great outcome, a curative outcome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Dr. Benedict, and mentioning that I think it also highlights the biggest challenge in treating prostate cancer at an early stage. It also truly underscores the importance 
of early intervention. So what would you say are the other biggest challenges in diagnosing and treating prostate cancer? And what can be done better to raise more awareness amongst men? The poor uptake of this screening, we have an interplay of several factors. Okay, I will start with the social cultural factors. Black men have the you know, tendency to feel they are well. Most of the time, men feel they are well. It's the women that need help. They are strong. They have this superpower. They tend not to, to take the sick role. And if you look at health-seeking behavior, relatively women are better in terms of seeking health compared to men generally. So this might hamper the uptake of screening intervention that I may bring about diagnosing prostate cancer in the early phase. Now, if you look at black men, we have some of cultural beliefs and traditional beliefs, whereby instead of seeking orthodox medicine on time, we tend to say, okay, I'm going to see my traditional healer, my spiritual healer. And that makes me to think that we should actually be partnering with these healthcare providers to see if we can close the gap in knowledge that they may have, educate them, let's work together as a team. Most of these patients will present to them first. If we are working together and we are making them also knowledgeable about some of the orthodox intervention and medicine and care, these people that appear before them, they can really channel them towards the orthodox medical practitioner that can then um, help them on time. So those are some of the factors that we have that might impact negatively on process cancer screening uptake. On the other side, even the healthcare providers, you know, if you look at South Africa, most people will present Firstly, at the clinics, not straight to the hospital. Mm. They will present at the clinic for minor ailments and all that. If you look at South Africa, the healthcare system, the primary healthcare, I'm talking about the clinics, are mostly nurses-driven. So it's nurses that will find there, the nurses, and we have this other important healthcare cadre, which we call the community health workers. This actually, they are amazing cadre of healthcare providers that go from house door to house door. Where I'm going is, the, from the research I conducted, it's mm. appalling to find out that even healthcare providers have some knowledge gaps when it comes to prostate cancer screening. On the other hand, might have an overall impact negatively on the prostate cancer screening amongst men. So it would be important if we can work on the both sides, covering the knowledge gap and awareness amongst the men and also not forgetting their healthcare providers, improving on their knowledge. So in closing, what are some words of advice for men currently dealing with the prostate cancer diagnosis? Like I said earlier on, prevention is always better than cure. Still reiterate on preventative measures, okay? And like I've touched on some of these if we can work on awareness generally in the community about prostate cancer, it's more common among black due to genetic reasons, you know, that affect more of the black or people of the African descent. So if we can improve on awareness on this disease, one of the things we can do also is look at some of the important topics Communicating such topics to them will help them to understand, to address the knowledge gaps and generally awareness in the community about this disease. Because my interest you to know that in the research I conducted, less than a quarter 
of black men even know about this disease in the first place. So prevention will be the ultimate that I will suggest. It will also be important if men that are diagnosed already with prostate cancer, talking about the survivors of prostate cancer, those that are picked up on time that have survived, if they can join force with the healthcare providers on this outreach, so they can encourage men to go for this screening and then get the diagnosis on time and get treatment on time. If we can pick it up on time, that is the best timing and that is the, what will actually glad in one to say, okay, we pick it on time and then we have a good chance for a curative intervention and a good outcome, which we call the prognosis. But then even for those that are diagnosed with prostate cancer, we have different measures of treatment. It's not the end of the whole thing. There's still a lot that we can do. There is still treatment that can be offered, even for late-stage diagnosis. There are still treatment that can be given, although it might not be curative at this stage, but there's still a lot that can be done to make these people comfortable and then to buy more time. A word of advice to men out there, I would still say, prevention is still better than cure. If you look at the ways to screen, simply just as the screening test is a blood test. A blood test then also combined with uh, what we call the digital rectal examination just to fill for the prostate. And once you have a normal test, it can just be a yearly thing. And I don't think that would be too much. A yearly thing to be sure that you're fine. All in the verge to pick this problem, this to make an early diagnosis where we can have possibility of curative measure and a good outcome. Thank you for joining us today on this exploration of prostate cancer. To find out more on being the healthiest version of yourself, visit healthfromzanti.co.za or you can send us an email to hello at healthfromzanti.co.za. This is the Health from Zanti podcast and your ears are always invited. Remember that early detection is key to successful treatment. Stay informed, advocate for yourself, and remember, there's help and hope available. Additionally, consider sharing this information with the men in your life. Their health matters too. Stay healthy and fancy. I am your host, Candice Kumalo. Until next time.